It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Fantasy Sports Network presents NBA Takeaways. Hello and welcome to Hardwood Takeaways on FNTSY Radio. I'm your host, Scott Bogman. You can find me on the Twitter at Bogman Sports. Uh, usually this would be the day that the Welsh is on the show, but... The Welsh is sick, and he took some cough medicine, uh, said it made him feel really loopy, so here I am. Uh, Back two days in a row to do the show for you. We had a huge 11-game slate tonight in the NBA with a lot of fun games here. We started out with the Pistons hosting the Pacers. The Pacers came in a a point-and-a-half favorite, 213-and-a-half was the over here. But it was the Pistons 96-94 winning this game. Derrick Rose was only 4 of 16, but he hit a driving layup to put the Pistons up for good. The, the Pacers got the ball back after that, but uh, Brogdon missed a shot. Sabonis got the offensive board, kicked it out to TJ Warren, who took a rushed, very, very ugly shot, and that was it for the Pacers. Um, Detroit in this game. 
from Drummond got 18-18, two blocks. Christian Wood has a big scoring game once every blue moon, and this was one of them. 19-12, a block, three three three-pointers. Luke Kennard, 14-3-4. And And if you don't know, I know I'm going through the box scores a little bit quick, but it's points, boards, assists. That's always what it is. Points, boards, assists. So Kennard, 14-3-4, and and he knocked down three three three-pointers. For the Pacers, Sabonis 21, 14, and 1 with a three pointer. Malcolm Brogdon 15, 8, 11, two steals, a three pointer. TJ Warren 19, 5, uh, and 1 with five steals and a three pointer. But, you know, like I said yesterday, I think there's going to be some growing pains with the Pacers, and then they're going to have to get up. Um, Oladipo back and fit him in so just there's just a lot of moving pieces so I expect to see some of these Pacers games uh, pretty tight down the stretch but they could have won this one I mean you know the Pistons while they're at home they've had a busy schedule already and no Blake Griffin but not so much the next game was the Knicks hosting the Bulls Bulls came in as two-point favorites 223 and a half is the over and this one wound up in a Knicks first win of the year one and three now 105 98 over the Bulls, the Knicks outscored the Bulls 33 to 18 in the fourth quarter to win this one and a 15 to nothing run to end the game. There was no Dennis Smith Jr. I believe he had a death in his family and Alfred Payton left early in this one for the Knicks, but this one was all about Bobby Portis and he had just a huge huge game. 28-11 and 2, uh four three-pointers, 10 of 14 from the field. Four or five from the line, and he was plus 31 in this game. And Wayne Ellington was plus 21, but no one else was even double digits in the plus on the plus minus. And in fact, Mitch Rob, uh, Mitch Robinson, who I am super nervous about at this point because I told a lot of fantasy folks to grab him. And I, um, this makes me nervous. He was minus 24. And Portis. You know, they they were Fizdale's kick around the idea of starting Portis. Now, he did just have a really good game. I don't think we're going to be able to expect this kind of performance from Portis moving forward. But, you know, you you put up the numbers and you get the starts and the minutes, and that's how it's going to go. So only 18 minutes and minus 24 for Mitchell Robinson. But, you know, outside of Portis, you know, Randall, 13, 14, and 5. R.J. Barrett had a nice game, 19 points, 15 boards. Uh, four assists and a block. On the Bulls' side, Wendell Carter Jr. had a double-double. 20-10-2 with a steal, three blocks. Laurie Markkinen, 18-6-2 with a steal and two threes. Zach Levine, 21-5-3, a steal, a block, and two threes for him. The next game here was Philly at Atlanta and Philly 105 over Atlanta 103. The spread on this one was Philly by seven. Didn't quite get there. Uh, 221 didn't quite get there on the over either. Uh, Vince Carter had a three-point attempt to uh, win this game at the end and just was pretty far off. Wasn't going to happen, but Philly always kind of looks good offensively, but what they really did in this game was contain Trey Young. And by that, I mean... He was bad from the field, 7 of 20. He had been shooting pretty good. I think we looked at it yesterday and was over 50%. So 25, 4, and 9 is still, you know, that's the line of a guy that got contained. And, uh, you know, the other guys uh, that performed on Atlanta, I mean, Collins, 16, 8, with a assist, a steal, and a block, 6 of 10. He had a three-pointer. DeAndre Hunter, 14, 9, 1, and 1, with uh, two three-pointers in this one. But, you know, I'm wondering... When is Cam Reddish going to start to break out? Hopefully that happens soon uh, for Atlanta. But 
They need uh, they need someone else to step up when Trey isn't doing it, and they're just not there yet. Uh, for Philly, Embiid, 36-13, five assists, three steals, a block, 10 of 10 from the line, two three-pointers. Just huge. You know, uh, when he plays, he's amazing, and he was amazing tonight. Uh, Josh Richardson, 14-5 and three with two three-pointers, and Ben Simmons, 13-6 six and six with a steal and a block, and is yet to attempt a three-pointer. Uh, this year, at least I haven't seen him do it yet. So uh, Philly goes to three and zero. Atlanta goes to two and one in this one. Uh, going over here to the next game, Toronto one hundred four over Orlando ninety five in Orlando. Toronto came in as five point uh, favorites. They hit that two ten. What two ten and a half was the over here and uh, didn't quite get there one ninety nine. So the Magic led eighty nine eighty seven as deep as four just over four minutes in this game, but Toronto went on a late run to seal it. I think they scored the last 18 points in this game as well. Vucevic was so bad in this one. How bad was he? He didn't play any of the fourth quarter. He was 1 of 13 from the field, 5 points. He had 13 boards and 2 assists, but Aaron Gordon, also terrible in this game, 1 of 6 from the field, 2 points, 5 boards, 5 assists. So when your top two guys on your team aren't performing, you're not going to beat the defending champs even when Kawhi Leonard's gone. So uh, Toronto had big games from Siakam, 24-9-3 and a three. Lowry, 26-5-6 with three three-pointers. Fred Van Vliet, 14-5-6, two steals and a three-pointer. On the Orlando side, John Isaac had a career-high 24 points, 10 boards, three assists, and uh, two steals in this game with five three-pointers and seven of ten from the field. He had a great game. And we've kind of been waiting for Isaac to bust out, especially fantasy nerds, because he is kind of a do-everything guy. Um, and I'm hoping this was the game. You know, uh, we'll see if he keeps up, you know, obviously not this kind of pace, but a better pace than he's had. Eric uh, Fournier in here, 18-4-2 with the three-pointer. Markel Fultz keeping it rolling, 13 points, two boards, five assists, and a three-pointer. Going over to the next game, it was Golden State getting their first win, and uh, it was on the road against the Pelicans, 134-123. The Pelicans dropped to 0-4. They came in this game favored by three points. A little bit surprising. Uh, I think a lot of the hype was getting to people, or at least odds makers, because some of these some of these lines are scary good that uh, I've seen even early in the season. But anyway, uh, the Pelicans being favored in this game, kind of surprising. But 236 is the over. Not surprising. Pelicans always set the pace, and they're the fastest-paced team in the NBA. But they could not keep up with the Warriors tonight, led by Draymond. He had been, uh, you know, I I guess the nice way to say it is giving his teammates words of encouragement over the last couple losses that they've had. And he had 16, 17, and 10 with two steals. And he said that the Warriors really hadn't competed until tonight, which I think he meant, you know, either they had just woken up or the pressure was kind of getting to them. You know, uh, they lost two of their major three stars in KD and Clay Thompson for the majority of the season. They're opening a new building. They just lost the championship. So, you know. Um, I mean, you bring back D'Angelo Russell, but I think the pressure was kind of getting to him. But they got the win here. And, you know, I, I don't want to sit here and tell you it's a proud win because the Pelicans, obviously Zion out for a while, but Drew still not back with a knee injury. And Derek Favors also didn't play because of a knee injury. So uh, Jackson Hayes got his first uh, NBA minutes here. And it's not all peaches and creams over in uh, Golden State because the Warriors still don't have Looney or Willie Cauley-Stein in the front court. But they were led, you know, like I said, by Draymond Curry in this one, 26-3-11 with four three-pointers. D'Angelo Russell, 
24-7-8 with three three-pointers. On the Pelican side, Brandon Ingram just has been huge already. 27-10-6 with two steals, four three-pointers. My guy Jackson Hayes, hook him. 19-3 with an assist, a steal, and a block. 9-11 of 11 from the field. Uh, uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, 15-4-9 uh, with a steal and two three-pointers. And Lonzo Ball, 12-4-9 with two steals and two three-pointers. My Rockets got another win. They move up to 2-1, 116-112 over Oklahoma City. They were favored by 10 in this game. Uh, not so much. 227.5 is scary because these teams combined to score 228. So uh, great job on setting that over under there, Vegas. Um, there was a nice video tribute to CP3 in this one and a great ovation from the Houston fans. So it's kind of nice to get this out of the way. I don't think that Houston goes to Oklahoma City for a little bit. I could be mistaken on that, but... Uh, I remember seeing the date and thinking it was late, but I don't remember when I saw the date. If I saw it and thought, oh, man, that's so far away because I saw it in like August or something, or if I saw it and went, wow, that's late in the year for Houston to play Oklahoma City. I'm not sure. Uh, But anyway, uh, nice video tribute and all that stuff. And Harden finally broke out. He scored 40 in this game, although 21 uh, of 22 from the line. So 21 of his 40 points came via the free throw. He had 43 and 7 with a steal and a block and three three pointers in this game for the Rockets. And uh, Houston had to come back from this one. They were down early. And even when they got up over the Thunder, the Thunder were never really not within an arm's reach with the in like two, maybe three shots at most in this game. So uh, the rest of the Rockets here. Westy 21, 12, and 9, so he just missed another triple-double by one assist. He had a steal. He was 9 of 16 from the field. Great uh, shooting day for him. A lot of dunks for Westbrook in this system so far, and um, I'm liking the way that D'Antoni is is stacking them. So, um, you know, they're not playing together so much. There's always one of them on the court. I really like the way he's handling that. Uh, Capella, 15-7 and seven with an assist, a steal, and three blocks. P.J. Tucker, 17-9-1 with a steal and a block and five three-pointers. For Oklahoma City, you know, CP3, decent game here. 15-5-4 and four with two steals and three threes. SGA just has been great. For Oklahoma City so far, 22-9-4 with two three-pointers. Dennis Schroeder looked real fast in this game. 22-5-7 with a steal and four three-pointers. And Gallinari, 15-5-3 uh, with two three-pointers in this one. Next game up is the Bucks 129 over Cleveland, 112. Uh, Milwaukee favored by 15 in this game and uh, one by 17. Great lines. 224, the over, and this one went way over. And GA did not foul out for a game. Uh, first game of the year that he did not foul out in, and they asked Coach Bud about it. I haven't picked up on a strategy. I think Giannis can be more disciplined. He knows that I have a ton of confidence that he can self-correct. Uh, and Coach Beeline for Cleveland, because this is a good effort by Cleveland. They scored a bunch of points, 112. He said they had been averaging 53-point attempts and only got 38 off. Uh, which kind of made me chuckle a little bit because, yeah, they only got off 38 instead of 50, but they still beat you by 17. So, I mean, you know, God bless Coach Beeline for uh, looking at the silver lining, right? Uh, Milwaukee in this one from GA, 14, 10, and 7, two steals. Only 5 of 15, though, and 0 for 2 from downtown. So not a great shooting night for GA in this one, but, you know, the other guys stepped up here. Middleton, 21, 8, and 2 with a steal and three threes. Eric Bledsoe, 14, 4, and 8 with a steal. 
Uh, Brooke Lopez, 16-5 with three steals and two blocks and three three-pointers. And Matthews, Connaughton, and Hill all had double-digit points in this game for Milwaukee. So they really spread out uh, the production all over this team. And that's why Coach Bud won uh, Coach of the Year last year. Uh, he knows how to do that. And on the Cleveland side, you know, it's a lot of Kevin Love, like I mentioned yesterday. 15-16-2 with three three-pointers. Tristan Thompson still having a pretty decent season. 17-13-4. and four. Colin Sexton, 18-3 and an assist with two three-pointers. And Jordan Clarkson, 17 points, four assists and two three-pointers. Then we go over with a 113-110 to San Antonio win over Portland. San Antonio stays undefeated 3-0. They came in five-point favorites, one by three. Once again, great line set here. And 223 points was the over, and... They scored 223 points. Like I said, some of these lines are eerie, at least maybe today. Maybe it's spooky. I don't know. Maybe it's close to Halloween. I don't understand why some of these are so good. And there's better ones moving down as well. So uh, Lillard had a three-pointer rim in and out as the game expired. They lost by three points. And a lot of the talk was um, you know, about... Lillard because he had a huge game here but I mentioned this yesterday when I I said if the Trailblazers are going to be taken seriously I think Lillard needs to step into the MVP conversation and race so and I think he's getting that Uh, and coach uh, Pop said we were on him he made shots he drove it too easily that's for sure we didn't stay in front of him very well down the stretch but he's a great player he put he put it on himself just to uh, take it and attack the rim, and he did, and we didn't stay in front of him very well. So I thought that was kind of interesting. You know, the uh, the Spurs win this game. They're 3-0, and and once again, you know, people hating on the Spurs. I'm not sure why. When you have Coach Pop, you got a chance. So, um, you know, that's just what I feel about Coach Pop, and that's what a lot of people uh, feel as well. And this game was a weird one, too. Both teams led by 19 at one point and wound up being a three-point game. So just kind of a weird up-and-down game all the way around. San Antonio, DeMar DeRozan, 27-7 with two steals. Derek White, uh, 21-5-3. Aldridge, 15-7-3 with a steal and five blocks. And Patty Mills, 12-2-3 with a steal and three three-pointers. On the Portland side, and I think you'll see this in their losses, even though this was a close game, but uh, when no one else is really pouring in outside of Lillard and McCollum. Uh, Blazers are going to lose games, but they have a really decent bench. I mean, Collins got banged up yesterday, so we'll see how long he's going to miss. But Lillard, 28-9-7 with three three-pointers. McCollum, 27-3-5 with three three-pointers. And I think the next highest person in points had like 11 or something. So not a good performance outside of those two guys, but they still made it close, 113 to 110 Spurs beat the Blazers. Moving over to Phoenix, where the Suns lose by a point to Utah, 96-95. Utah came in favored by five, uh, 200 over in this one. So this one went under and didn't hit on that line. And uh, 96-95, I was watching the end of this one, and I just couldn't believe you know, Donovan Mitchell, uh, he just was going aggressive to the rack, and Booker fouled him, and he shot two there was some weird controversy about the the shot clock here or I guess excuse me the game clock because the foul looked to happen at 1.7 but the clock said 0.4 so four tenths of a second and um, the refs refused to look at it so I I don't know I don't know that 1.7 to 0.4 was going to make the biggest of differences 
but it does make a difference. So it's just kind of weird to see them uh, not go to that, especially in a year where they're doing the challenges and all that stuff. So, but um, yeah, Booker, I mean, it was a clear foul and uh, you know, Mitchell knocked down the first one and then missed the second one because 0.4 seconds left on the clock. And he said, it was just me attacking coming downhill. Carter was a great defender all game, but I just made a move and tried to get to the free throw line. Uh, I didn't do that much in the second half, but I did on the final play. And, you know, I mean, look, I'm not uh, I get I get a bad rep on my opinion on Donovan Mitchell. I love watching him. I don't like him so much for fantasy because he misses a bunch of shots and his free uh, field goal percentage is terrible. So um, but he can lead. And I think he's kind of molding himself into that. And, um, you know, Utah, Utah would be a lot better if Mike Conley started making some shots. Oh, for seven in this game. I don't know what his deal is. I don't know if he has the yips or uh, what's happening with him, but he has been terrible with Utah. But uh, they won Bogdanovich here, the leading scorer, 29-5-2 and two with two steals and a block and four three-pointers, 8-13 of 13 from the field. Donovan Mitchell, uh, 25 points, two boards, three assists, two steals, and three three-pointers. Rudy Gobert, 15 points, 11-12 of 12 from the line, by the way. So I don't know if we're going to see that again, but 15 points, 18 uh, assist, two steals, and a block as well. On the Sun side, Booker, 21 points, three boards, no assist, a steal, and a block, and a three-pointer. Kelly Oubre, 18, three, three, two steals, a block, and two three-pointers. Rubio, almost a triple-double, 10, 10, and eight assists. And uh, Javon Carter, 15, four, three, with two steals and three three-pointers. The next game up here, the Nuggets stay undefeated, 3-0. Sacramento still winless, 101-94, Denver over Sacramento in Sacramento. Denver came in favored by 6, 1 by 7, 218 was the over. They didn't quite get there. But Denver wasn't very good offensively in this game, and uh, Murray said as much. He said, our defense has to be our anchor. It's uh, It's been what's won us games. Uh, guys have to know we're a defensive team first. We can all score. We can all shoot. Uh, but defense is clearly how to win games. And um, it, it was it was a closer game than this score, probably. You know, I saw some of it, not all of it, but um, I had it going on on my second television. And from what I saw, Sacramento stayed in, in it for a big chunk of the game. Um, but uh, what Mason Plumlee had said was this was a mature win. They were hungry. They play with a lot of energy, and we matched that energy, and we finished the deal. And I think... What he means by mature is, you know, just flat out experience as far as your teammates go. And the Kings are a very, very young team. You know, the Nuggets were the number one seed and they're just looking to build on that this year. Uh, Jamal Murray scored 14 of his 18 in the second half. He had 18, four and three with a steal and two three pointers. Gary Harris, 17, four, two with a steal and three three pointers. Uh, the Joker, nine, 10 in uh, three assists, two steals, a block, but four 15 from the field and O for five from deep. So not a good one for Jokic uh, for Sacramento. My guy Aaron Bruski told me about Rashawn Holmes, and it's taken, obviously, a Marvin Bagley injury to push him up here, but he had a big game. 24-13, and 10-14 from the field for him. De'Aaron Fox, 23-9 and nine with a steal and three three-pointers. Buddy healed atrocious game. Uh, five points, four boards, four assists to steal and two blocks, so not bad defensively, but two of 13 from the field including one of six from deep. So not a great day for those former Sooners, him and his buddy Trey Young. Uh, going over to the last game of the night, the Clippers beat Charlotte 111-96. to uh, The Clippers came in favored by 
15 and a half, and they won by 15. Like I said, Erie Lines, a 227 was the over here. Didn't quite get there. So uh, just looking at this game, there's uh, so many things that we can get better in. This is what Doc Rivers said. And you just see them like screening timing, knowing where each other is at. There's so many new parts on the floor, and I just feel like we're nowhere near what we're going to be, not even close, and that's a good thing. But during that time, you still got to win games here in the West. You still got to tick off wins. And he's 100% right about that because the West is going to be uh, super competitive this year, and you've even seen some of the teams that you don't expect to compete very much put up good fights, even if the Sacramento Kings are 0-4, they've been a tough out. So, um, you know, you got to win these games, and playing against Charlotte, who is, you know, rebuilding, I guess would be the nice way to put it, but um, they're a bottom feeder this year. There's no nice way to cut that at all. They're not a good team. They're a bottom feeder, and um, you got to beat them on the nights you play them. You just need to if you're going to make the playoffs. So um, James Borrego, the Charlotte head coach, said, I like the way we competed against two of the better teams in the league because they played the Lakers the night before. We played even better tonight, probably our best performance uh, of the year defensively. And uh, they've got problems scoring in the second half so far. So they scored 39 uh, in the last game against the Lakers and 42 in the second half in this game here. But on the Clippers side, Kawhi, 30 with seven boards, six assists, two steals, three blocks, two threes. Dude is doing it all. Uh, Lou Williams, 23, four and four with a steal and two three-pointers. Montrez Harrell, 19-7-2 with two steals, eight of 12 from the field, just shooting really well. Uh, mainly dunks for him, obviously. And Landry Shamet, uh, 16, four and two with a steal and four three-pointers. On the Hornets side, Devontae Graham uh, stepping up. He's played real well so far this season. 14-1 with 12 assists and four three-pointers. Terry Rozier, 17-2-3 with a steal and a block and three three-pointers. And Cody Zeller, 14-13 with a steal and three three-pointers. So that will cover you on the games from yesterday. The games coming up tonight. We got three games tonight. Uh, first one's Atlanta at Miami with Miami favored by 8. 223 is the over. I would probably go under on that as Atlanta is playing uh, back-to-backs here. And uh, Jimmy Butler making his debut for Miami, though, so that could spark them. But I think that's kind of a high over for that game. Uh, The next one is Dallas at Denver. Denver playing on a back-to-back as well. Uh, Six-point home favorites, 216 as the over. I don't have a real good sense of this one yet. I would probably take the home team. Uh, so Denver and give the points 216 is the over. I would go under on that once again because Denver is playing on a back to back. And the last game is Memphis at the LA Lakers. The Lakers are favored by 12. 220 is the over in that one. Um, you know, Memphis has shown a lot of heart, but they're super young. I think I'd take the Lakers and I'd go over on the points there because that should be a fun game with a lot of points. But that is going to be it for me. Remember, you can follow me on the Twitter at Bogman Sports at Is It the Welsh. Hopefully, Sicky will be back with us tomorrow to break down these three games and probably what will be a shorter show, I'd assume, with only three games. But uh, we'll see if he's going to be able to uh, come back tomorrow. Uh, and that is going to be it for me on Hardwood Takeaways. Have a great day, everybody. Hello. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss in the land of saints and sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.